G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Now it's great to be joined on the line this morning by my good buddy Warwick Marsh from the National Day of Prayer and Fasting and the Fatherhood Foundation. How are you doing brother? Absolutely great to hear from you my dear brother. It's great to hear from you too mate. Now I know that many of our listeners would have heard you on our radio station in the past uh, always challenging people to pray and fast and stand in the gap for our nation. Uh, it's a big month, a big focus right now, uh, 31 days of prayer and fasting for rain, repentance, renewal. Tell us a bit about how it all came about. Well, the drought's been with us for quite a few years now. In some places um, it's two years, other places it's five years, other places it's seven years. But it's been pretty chronic and it's affected every state in Australia been watching this development for you know for a while we did pray it was one of our prayer points last year um when we prayed and fasted in october <clears throat> there's only one of several but we felt led by the spirit to make it number one and well actually number number one is repentance and number two is renewal and then number three is rain so but in the sense of a felt need rain is the is the avert need um but really, we need to bring a climate for change, and the climate for change is repentance, 2 Chronicles 7.14. And it's God just responds when people uh, turn to him and change their minds and, and turn away from their rubbish and their bad things and look to him in humility and pray, seek his face. Well, that's when he heals our land. That's when he um, breaks the drought. Now, there's a number of different prayer groups that have joined together for this focus this month. Tell us... Who are we connected with in in all of this? Well, when when uh, you know it, it sort of came to me. I'm a big believer in sharing things with lots of different people and making sure that we're on the right track and getting a lot of green lights. So, right through September, um, I was praying up the bush on the third third uh, of September, second of September it was, and I felt the Holy Spirit said, "Just go ahead, give this a shot." Um, and but then I went out to the team at the National Day of Prayer and Fasting, which is led by James Condon, and all of the team said, yeah, let's, let's get behind this. And then I took it to all the different prayer groups, and I also wrote to uh, a number of archbishops, bishops, key Christian leaders, and the overwhelming response was yes, uh, a big yes. Um, Brian Pickering was hesitant uh, from the, the Australian National Prayer Worker, um, Network, and he was hesitant because he actually had led the solemn assembly in 2007. He said, Warwick, we haven't, nothing's really changed since then. We haven't really repented. Uh, we haven't really changed our ways. The nation hasn't turned to God, and the church really hasn't um, picked up that baton of repentance. So I said, Well, Brian, I, I agree with you. I think we actually have gone backwards since 2007 spiritually, if you look at what's been happening. Um, but I said, We have to pray uh, for. For, this, for God to give us that ability, that gift of repentance. It talks about the gift of repentance in the book of Acts. And, you know, I think that's where we're up to. And, and so Brian was very gracious at the end. He wrote a beautiful story about uh, in his devotion, I think it was devotion four or five, 
and he he shared that um, uh, that that story of the National Solemn Assembly, and here we are today. And so we've got tremendous support from so many different churches, so many different prayer groups. Yeah. It's so powerful to have unity among the churches. You know, Psalm 133 says, where there is unity, the Lord commands a blessing. And uh, we are seeing that in this uh, this month where many different groups are joining together, which is so important. Now, let me just uh, ask you a little bit about uh, the definition of repentance for believers. Uh, you know, I shared with you a while back, Warwick, that I was in Papua New Guinea and the Prime Minister had a national day of prayer and repentance. And he publicly a born-again Christian in PNG, publicly confessed his sins and the sins of the government and repented, and then actually boldly, and I think this is a cultural thing for PNG, but he boldly said, I pray for a blessing on everyone that honours God and a curse on everyone that dishonours God. And uh, I noticed in the headlines a couple of days later, he had sacked a whole bunch of corrupt political leaders uh, and installed new politicians, you know, which is just staggering bit of history for PNG, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. When we look at... Israel right now, uh, there's been the 10 days of awe leading up to Yom Kippur and Yosh Hashanah. Uh, you know, th- there's been this time where uh, it's a time of repentance, preparing mm. for the Day of Atonement for uh, Yom Kippur. Uh, and it's mm. something that's part of the, the Jewish history where they regularly will have fasting and repentance and cleansing, uh, getting ready for, uh, you know, a, uh, a special celebration, you know. Uh, mm. A lot of Christians... Don't really fast regularly. Uh, I don't know what the stats are, but the, I'm, I'm sure that it's only a small percentage of Christians that would regularly uh, have a fast. And when you look at the word repentance, it actually means a change of thinking, doesn't it? We, we've got to change our ways. Uh, just speak to that for us about what's the heart behind this rain, repentance, and renewal. Just speak to that for us, mate. Well, I originally um, look at the very good, very good points uh, that you've made. Uh, and yes, fasting is a bit of a lost art uh, in our Western consumer society, where it's all about you know fast foods, fast you know everything's instant, instant gratification. And we, you know, Jesus fasted for forty days. My goodness me, mm. there's an, there's our first example. And the, the early apostles fasted and prayed. Uh, Paul, uh, Paul used to pray and fast before he appointed elders. And in fact, when he was launched in the ministry, it was through a time of um, prayer, and I believe it would have been fasting. They were praying and they were worshipping God and fasting. And um, he was then launched in the ministry. The Holy Spirit in- interrupted that gathering and said, set aside Paul and Barnabas for the work I've called them to. And sure mm. enough, bang, um, you know, the, the, the New Testament was birthed at that moment, I believe, through, through a time of um, prophetic worship, prayer, and fasting. Mm. That's my conviction. Um, Getting back to why, you know, it's interesting because when I first had this title for the for the day, I I, I was actually um, 30, 31 days of of prayer and fasting for repentance, renewal, and reign in that order. Now, as I looked at it and I prayed about it, and you know, over over several days, I looked, I thought, well, you know, people aren't going to get it, like because um, a lot of Christian as Christian people, as you pointed out, you know, fasting is. <laughs> Is very low on the priority list. I'd say probably, you know, I don't know, five percent of Christians, if we're lucky, would be involved, uh, fast. It would be great to see that hundred percent, but it's it's certainly low, whatever the figure is. Um, and um, I realised that they wouldn't get it, so I changed it around. Uh, on the heading, it says rain, 
uh, repentance renewal. But if you look at the prayers underneath on the on the um, the actual poster, it, it repentance till number one, number two is renewal, and number three is rain. Because if we can fulfill those first two, mm. the rain will come. We promised that in the scriptures. God will honour His word. He watches over His word to perform it. Repentance. You ask the question, what is repentance? Well, repentance is not just saying, sorry, forgive me, I was wrong. It's actually saying, sorry, forgive me, I was wrong, and then actually doing something about it and change your, your behavior and saying, mm-hmm. no, I'm not going to get involved in that anymore. I'm not going to watch pornography anymore. I'm not going to be involved in fiddling my tax anymore. I'm not going to be involved with questionable practices or questionable words or questionable jokes or questionable uh, lifestyle. I- I'm going to live for God. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. So, Repentance is not just, uh, you know, a few tears and, and, and saying sorry. It's actually, in the Bible, it actually literally means to change the mind. Metatoia, I think the Greek word is, to change the mind. Mm. So, you know, it's, it's all about, you know, having a change of activities and a change of approach and a change of a lifestyle. And that's what God's, God's looking for us, Matt. And it's so inspirational to hear you uh, share that challenge to us about repentance, you know, and, and, you, you even gave some practical events, uh, you know, examples there, you know, uh, giving up pornography, uh, giving up fiddling with your taxes, you know, uh, giving up being ungodly in the way you speak or, you know, those ungodly relationships you have, you know. Um, we actually need to talk about repentance more in the church, I believe. I think mm. it's great that we've got this beautiful grace message, uh, the gospel of grace, that you can come to Christ and he will save you, uh, he'll forgive you of your sins, you know. Um, but there's time after time in Scripture it talks about repentance, and we we need that in the church. Um, mm. We need that for uh, new Christians that have come to Christ. They need to die to their flesh and start, you know, turning from their wicked ways and, and honouring God. But us old Christians, mate, we need to repent as well, don't we? Well, I think we have to live in a state of humility before the Lord. The Scripture says in um, um, one of the Hosea. Uh, there's three things the Lord requires of you to do justly, to, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with your God. Mm. So we we need to actually be um, transparent and, and live lives of integrity. We need to love mercy, and that's the grace of God. We need to walk in grace with other people and treat people with grace, and that means walking in forgiveness. And we need to um, actually walk humbly with God, and, and that means being aware when we fall and saying, God, please forgive me, um, because we're all going to fall because we're, we're, we're you know, fallen beings. If I can ask your question, Matt, I understand that you're on a 90-day fast. Now, tell me, how do you do a 90-day fast? <laughs> well, my, my wife and a few of the leaders at our church really felt a stirring on their, on their heart a few months ago that we needed to do an extended period of fasting. And I said, oh, okay, yeah, what, what are you thinking? And they said ninety days, and I was like, "Sorry, did it? You what? Did, did I just <laughs> did I did I hear you say ninety? And you know, because normally you would do seven days, twenty-one days, forty days. You know, pick a nice biblical number, you know, and, and go with that. But um, they really felt that we needed a long time, and so we we launched this a couple of months ago. And interestingly enough, the end of our ninety-day fast is the thirty-first of October. So oh, it me. it is a real. Uh, God thing, I reckon. Do you think God could be speaking? Do you think God could be speaking about fasting? <laughs> I, I definitely believe that, and I know of other churches that are doing similar things uh, as well that uh, the Lord's put on their heart. Uh, and so we've chosen to do. Uh, we're, we're eating one meal a day, so we're just fasting two meals a day. It's not a full fast, 
Mm. Um, because you do have to be wise when you fast. You, you can, um, you know, you've got to be aware of your medical conditions and you've got to be wise about it. Uh, but you know what? My wife and I, it has changed us so much. Uh, we we are constantly dying to our flesh, constantly, you know, turning away from those temptations that come your way. And, you know, we really felt the Lord say, you know, we've got to be more hungry for God than we are hungry for food. And this is how it changes you on the inside when you do a fast. Um, you learn that your flesh is not in charge, but your spirit is in charge, you know. The Holy Spirit inside of you is more powerful than your flesh. And that's the way we need to live, and it changes the way you spend your day. And the reality is when you're not eating all the time, you've got so much more time to pray. Uh, mm. You know, early this morning, my wife uh, woke up early, and we, we got up, had a big pray together, went for a big prayer walk together, took our puppy dog out for a walk, um, and we just felt so good, so refreshed starting the day with the Lord together, you know, so good for your marriage, so good for, um, you know, your health as well, you know. Uh, you start the day on the right foot. And uh, I just believe if people caught the vision for prayer and fasting like this, it will transform marriages. It will transform your health. It will transform your church. And more importantly, it'll, it'll change our nation because God mm. hears the prayers. You know, the prayer of the righteous are powerful and effective, it says in the book of James. You know, you think about Elijah. He prayed uh, that it wouldn't rain for three and a half years, and it didn't. Uh, we're not praying for that right now. We're praying for the heavens to open and for rain to come. But just think about mm. Elijah was a righteous man and God heard his prayers. Um, we, we need a remnant of righteous people to stand up and stand in the gap and pray for our nation. I'm preaching now, Warwick. I'm getting fired up, brother. <laughs> this is the interviewer I've been interviewed by the interviewee. <clears throat> you got me going, mate. And um, I, I, I deliberately planned this. I thought everyone's going to hear you don't talk about yourself, and it's a credit to you, by the way, and, and, and you don't go around blethering this. But I just think, you know, we've got to do something. My goodness me. You know, whole town's about to run out of water in our nation. Isn't yeah. that a sign that we need to get on our knees? If, if nothing else, let's cry out to God for those people. But we need to cry out for our nation, Matt. It's an, our, our, our nation is running out of time. Our nation is running out of grace. Our nation... I mean, the grace of God is with us, and that's, that's what's holding our nation together. And we've got a Christian prime minister and a Christian governor general, and that's extraordinary. But they aren't going to save Australia. Jesus is going to save Australia, and he needs the church to rise up. And the church will rise up when the people of God get on their knees and say, God, help us. God, deliver us. God, rescue us. We are sorry. Please forgive us. That's when God meets us in our time of need. And surely this is a time of need, and I'm with you. Amen, amen. So we are going to pray in just a moment, Warwick, but I'll just mention too, I've just noticed in the headlines today there's up to 30 homes that have been destroyed or damaged in New South Wales uh, in this latest fire emergency. One house has been destroyed in the Lockyer Valley in Queensland. Uh, there is extreme heat temperatures uh, around the nation in different parts of the country. Uh, of course, we've heard the horrific stories of farmers, you know, killing their cattle, selling up their land. Um, the suicide rate among the farmers has just been heartbreaking to hear in our nation. There's so many statistics and stories, and there's urgent needs, particularly with these fires. There is rain forecast for the end of the week in different parts of the nation, uh, and we're just believing that it's going to be uh, a massive outpouring of rain that's really going to change things. We need a lot of rain uh, to, to change. Let's just, let's just talk about the facts of the drought. You guys have actually... Put some stuff on your website. On the, I noticed on the Canberra Declaration website, uh, mm. CanberraDeclaration.org.au uh, forward slash prayer for rain. Um, you, you've been, you've actually put a map there of how severe the drought is, mate. It's pretty bad, hey? 
Yeah, look, the, the drought in some places is worst on record, uh, and that would be sort of uh, certainly southern Queensland and northern New South Wales would fall into that category. And there's spots uh, pretty much worse on record in every state of Australia. And the drought has affected every state of Australia. And it's really, it is really chronic. You know, uh, I'm going to be up in Dubbo on Saturday on a hill overlooking Dubbo, Burke Hill, if anyone's listening in that area, uh, praying with a whole bunch of churches and a whole bunch of people between four and six at Burke Hill uh, on Dubbo. And Dubbo, Matt, is scheduled to run out of water in November. Mm. Um, now, you know, Tamworth's going to run out of water early next year. <laughs> Um, you know, in, in the Stanthorpe, I think they're down to 20 litres per person per day. Mm. So these are whole, these are major towns with 30,000, 40,000 people in them. And, um, you know, they're in a dire situation. So at the very least, let's pray for our neighbours. You know, the scripture says to love our neighbour, uh, love our neighbours as we love ourselves. And so let's just get in there and, 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 and look, you don't have to be as crazy as you and I. Um, you know, you've done several 40-day fasts. I've done several 40-day fasts. And so we're, we're up for the journey. Um, but look, start off with one meal a day. You know, you can do mm. one meal a day. Um, you know, start off with, with fasting one day a week. But do something in the next 31 days, um, and uh, well, as in to the end of the month, and, and, and just pray with us each day. And sure, you can get the devotions. at Just go to the Camera Declaration website, uh, .org you, can, you can sign up for a daily devotion which will send you from different church leaders who will be sharing their inspiration for prayer and uh, we'd love you to, to join with us um, in prayer for our nation to see the drought broken in Jesus' name mm. And there are some uh, Zoom prayer meetings that people can join in for as well uh, and yeah. uh, it's actually quite easy technology just da downloading Zoom and, and doing it through your phone or your computer isn't it? Look, Zoom is um, it's, it's the number one um, most popular video conferencing technology in the world. You can get a free application, uh, which is totally free. It takes 30 seconds to download, and you can be join in with people praying. It's at 8 o'clock or 7 o'clock Queensland time, 8 o'clock New South Wales time, and um, you can work out the time zones. The best way to get the details is literally either go to the website, um, as you mentioned, cameradeclaration.org forward slash prayer for rain. So just look for the the prayer for rain um, uh, information there and 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 lot get get the de devotionals it's at the bottom of the devotionals it's actually on the website the details for the zoom call so you can just log in anyone can log in from anywhere in australia and we'd be we'd welcome you to join us eight o'clock tonight every night right through to the end of the uh, end of the month we're praying for rain mm. awesome that's uh, australian Eastern standard time as well by the way uh, 8 p.m and, uh, mate, I do just want you to make sure when you're in Dubbo, if you see Pastor Ian Vipon from the Baptist, say good day to him, and also uh, Paul Rowe from the Cornerstone community, great men of God in, in, uh, in uh, Dubbo there. Uh, make sure uh, anyone that wants Paul, to head along. Paul Rowe and Pastor Ian. At uh, Dubbo Baptist Church. Okay. Well, that sounds good. Great men of God. Right. Uh, now, we, shortly we are catching up with Tim O'Neill, the president of A2A, the Acts 2 Alliance. We're going to be uh, talking about church planting and the book of Acts. Uh, he's going to be joining us shortly. But before that, would you like to lead us in some prayer, work? Look, I'd be delighted to lead a prayer. And, um, and it's just a great honor to, to be on your program. Father, in the Jesus' name, we cry out to you. We say, God, heal our land. We can't do this. Well, we can't make the rain come. Only you can make the rain come. And Lord, we cry out for miracles. We cry out for something that we cannot do, Lord. It comes from heaven because of the grace, because of the blood of Christ, because of your grace in sending Jesus. You say you send the rain 
on the just and the unjust because you're a gracious God. And Lord, we thank you for your grace. We thank you now, God, for an outpouring of your grace on our nation at this time. More than anything else, we need the reign of the Holy Spirit. But Lord, send the rain too in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, Warwick, it's been uh, a great uh, opportunity to catch up with you again today, mate. Thank you for continuing to lead prayer in our nation. And uh, once again, if people want to find out more, go to canberradeclaration.org.au and you can see more about praying for rain throughout October. God bless you, mate. Thanks for your time. All the best. Bye. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.